Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, welcome to the locker room. He's uh, Wolf. I'm Tunch. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. That's in our coverage of the Steelers. Playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Playoffs? Playoffs? You know, Jacob put that together perfectly. Yeah. That was absolutely perfect. You couldn't have a better way to kick off a playoff weekend coming up. Thank you, dear Jacob. We appreciate you. Yeah. Man, oh man, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fired up, Chalooch. There's a lot of stuff uh, coming out of Cleveland. Yeah. There's so much that uh, you look at this game coming up. We were talking about this is kind of like the playoffs butt game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, as we were talking about earlier, um, you got the Browns turning around 18 seasons out of the playoffs. Yeah. And they're coming to Pittsburgh, and the guy, but the problem is the head Kevin coach can't Stefanski. come. The guy who did, got the whole turnaround going, yeah. he's not going to be here. Yeah. All right. What about the offensive line? Yeah. That's a what? That's a good offensive Billy line. Billy Callahan uh, and his assistant. Who's going to coach the offensive line? But there's there's no offensive line coach. There's no assistant right. offensive line coach. Callahan and Peters. And Joe, Pro Bowl guard Joel Betonio is down. Yeah. All right? You go over to the defensive line, Chaluch. You got yourself a good defensive line. There's Miles Garrett, Larry Ogunjobi, yeah. Sheldon Richardson. But... Olivia Vernon is <laughs> Olivia not there. Olivia Vernon's not there. He ruptured his uh, Achilles. Exactly. Achilles. <laughs> you take a look at their wide receivers. Hey, you got some good wide receivers. Right. You know, you got Jarvis Landry. You got Donovan Peoples Jones, and you got yourself Rashard Higgins. But you don't have, you have OBJ. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean that. That's there's just so many of those things going on right now. Uh, you look at this game, it's going to be, I'm excited about it. You know, we got the playoffs going, and right. this is the one-and-done tournament. Yes, playoffs. And I, I just think, you know, just looking at this, the way this could shake out, I'm I'm looking forward to an action-packed, hard-fought game. You know, we take a look at Baker Mayfield. He's right. thrown 11 touchdowns and only one interception in the last four or five games. 
but he's not throwing a pass all week long. Right. Because they've been in COVID lockdown. Yeah. They've been Zooming meetings. They haven't done anything but walkthroughs, if they've even gotten walkthroughs in. I'm not right. even sure about that. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that you could say, this is a, a, a playoff game but there's a lot of things that are are, are not are not uh, you know available to him hey, and Baker Mayfield holds on to the ball he does he holds on to the ball more than any quarterback uh in he the does you know and, and well and he get, he does well with it I'll give him credit you know he's one of those guys that can use his feet you remember that 28 yard yeah. run last week I don't think that happens this week. You know, um, you, you take a look at uh, that throw to Rashard Higgins. I don't think that happens, you know, that the 42-yarder down the sidelines yeah. um, I, 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 over Justin Lane. I don't think that happens this time. Um, there's a lot of things that, uh, we you know, we look at, and we can take a, a look at them now as we start our scouting report. Right. So, so let's start with the offensive line. Let's start with the offensive line, shall we? I love Jack Conklin. Conklin. He's, you know, he's – go ahead, tell me why. Uh, because uh, he's physical, he's tough, he's a mauler. Uh, he's uh, when he drive blocks, he doesn't let up. Yeah, I th- I seem to remember on the sixth play from scrimmage last week. Let's see, Nick Chubb broke it for forty-seven yard touchdown run, and it was outside zone. And Jack Conklin, let's see, who did he get the edge setter? Who was that edge setter? I'm trying to remember. Ola Dennehy. Oh, and, and Ola is who? Ola. My, oh, yes, your training camp campfire. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I could, yes, he does a great job of staying with the block. And by the way, that was your training camp phenom that he stayed on and hooked, who was supposed to be setting the edge over there. <laughs> I could, hey, come on. I've got one victory in in, in, in like 20 years, you know, so i got to celebrate this moment. Yeah. This is my opportunity to throw a little manure your way there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, right. and, you know, that's the bond between us as brothers. Yeah. You never bypass a good opportunity to yeah. put a shovel full at yeah, the other. Yeah. <laughs> so Wyatt Teller is a mauler, but he's grabby. Very grabby. He's strong and physical, and uh, you know what his deal is? He's a hugger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to hug. Brothers got to hug. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was watching him on that six play from scrimmage. Yeah. On that on that uh, outside zone that Nick Chubb took for forty seven yards for a touchdown, right by your training camp phenom and <laughs> the edge setter. Oh, Danny. Uh, he was hugging Vince Williams so bad. I mean, he had both arms around Vince's waist like they were dancing. Yeah. You know, I mean, how could, you couldn't see a thing. Wyatt Teller's a big dude. What's yeah. a, how big is he? He uh, he's six four three fifteen. Okay, that's a big boy. And Jack Conklin six six three zero eight. Right. So you got you got Wyatt Teller who's got both arms around Vince. They're they're literally. Helmet to forehead helmet, you yeah. know, I mean, uh, you know, the cage to cage type thing, but only Vince is several inches shorter. And who could see where Nick Chubb is running as he was running by your training camp phenomenal yeah. day? <laughs> but 
<laughs> but, you know, the thing about Wyatt Teller was later on we saw uh, Henry Mondu trying to get off yeah. a, 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 a pass protection. And as he's making an escape and beating Wyatt to the inside, Wyatt has such a grip on his shoulder pads, they're separating from yeah. um, uh, from Henry. It was just, I don't know. And You're they, right, he's they, grabbing. They didn't call it. They, no. they didn't call, did call either one. J.C. Uh, Treader. Uh, he's a good athlete. He's a position blocker. You know, he's more of a position blocker than we were talking about this the other day. Um, I, I thought he was a little more physical. Yeah. Um, but he is definitely a position guy at this right. stage of the game. Uh, maybe uh, where was he? Uh, where was he before Cleveland? Uh, was, Green Bay. Okay, he was in Green Bay. Um, I, I seem to think or remember him as more of a physical player right, than what Green we've Bay. seen. Maybe uh, as you're younger, you know, you're a little more physical, yeah. and you get older, you're a little more position. You know? Well, we we played physical. Well, you had to. We, well, we didn't have that option. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you either move the guy or you don't. That's the way it was. But yeah. all right, yeah. J.C. Treader, I like him. I love the matchup though with Tyson Alu Alu. Yeah. You know, do you remember on that Nick Chubb run that yeah. where he ran by your training camp? Yeah. Yeah. Tyson beat the pants off of, right. off uh, J.C. Treader and came within just an eyelash of pulling down Nick Chubb in the backfield. Right. He almost got him. Yeah. You know, but, okay, continue. So um, uh, Kendall Lamb is going to pl- uh, play for Joel Batonio. Are you sure? Because there's a report from Cleveland this morning that says Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn, who's now. Chris Hubbard. Hubbard's down for the season. He's got yeah. a knee injury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the uh, other kid, Davis, uh, Nick Davis, I think his name is. Nick Harris. Harris. Yeah, you know, close enough. It was. It had an S at the end. <laughs> I got the first name right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mike I, Dunn. Yeah, Mike Dunn. He's like, he was on the practice squad. He's got like uh, six games of experience. Has not started a game. Okay. So let me put it this way. You either have a backup left tackle moving to guard or you have a guy who's been on the practice squad and making his first start yeah in a game there and that would be cam hayward that you're probably going to be tangoing with oh my wow. money's on cam yeah <laughs> i like that one yeah uh cam hayward's gonna uh abuse mike Dunn. i would think yeah. I, I i'm i'm not you know i might be stretching a little bit i might be a little bit of a reach here but i'm thinking if i got to put money on this one I'm going to put it on Cam. <laughs> yeah. And then, and it's uh, great that Joel Batonio is not playing. Well, I, you know, I, I always like to see everybody in that you yeah. can. But he's out. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I feel, you know, the one thing I will say, Jarvis Landry, who's not what I would consider a, a touchy-feely guy. Right. But one of, he's he's... He came out and said today, you know, we really feel for Joel because as the longest tenured Brown, he was drafted by the Browns back in 014 in the second round, okay? So as as an original, you know, draft choice of the Browns, uh, it's like he's been slugging away trying to get to the playoffs. Finally, you're at the playoffs. He's not playing. And he's not playing. And he was – and uh, Jarvis was lamenting the fact that, you know, Joel's not there and everybody loves Joel, thinks the world of him. He's highly thought of in the organization, yeah, apparently. Yeah. And um, so they're, they're kind of like, uh, you know, win one for the Gipper type with Joel. But uh, I found that interesting because I did not think that Jarvis was one, you know, that sentimental about stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was interesting to so me. So Jedrick Willis. Jedrick Willis. Uh, Wills, right? Wills. Is it Willis or Wills? I, Wills. Okay, yeah, one yeah. of the two. You know, hey, we got. You know, if we get eighty percent right, we're good. Oh, yeah. 
if I can, if I can just get, I had the S right on the Nick Davis or Nick Harris. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but the fact Jedrick is, Wills. yeah, uh, Jedrick's a, he's a big boy, but uh, Alex Highsmith, yes, he's a he was their first round draft pick in this draft. And tell me that Alex Highsmith didn't give him everything he wanted and more. Yeah, I mean, Alex had nine tackles, had a sack. Yeah, I uh, had a couple of uh, quarterback hits and so forth. Um, that spin move, you know, you think Jedrick's been working on the spin move yeah, all week? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. How are you gonna, who are you going to get to work? I just realized that. Oh yeah! Wow, who wow. do you get to work on that? I mean, do do I don't know? Do you, if you have a roommate, your buddies, right? <laughs> throw a couple like you asked me to do the one time at yeah. the, you know Peterswood Park. Yeah, <laughs> I threw you down. You threw me down, you turd. Not only that, but you cheap shot at me. Yeah, and, just because, uh, hey, we just because. <laughs> we fighting. All right, folks. I had retired. All right. So Tunch has got the Willy Wonka golden ticket out of training camp. Yeah. All right. So he's holding out, not really holding out. You came to an agreement yeah, with the yeah, ambassador. M- Mr. Rooney said, uh, you don't have to be in training right. camp. Right. So now you're jonesing. You're like panicking because yeah. you're not in training camp. Yeah. I'm losing it, right? Now, do you think any of these guys today would feel that way? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but you said to me, you called me, said, I need some reps on pass rush. Come on, you got it, you got it. Now I'm sitting going, you know, if I could still do that, I would still be playing for the money. I wouldn't be out here giving you practice reps at Peterswood Park. But being the good brother that I yeah, am, yeah. being the buddy that I am, yeah. I go, yeah. You, so we pad up. And I mean, we padded up. Right. We had helmets, shoulder pads. We had hands Hand taped pads, up, everything. Yeah. Right? So I come off and I give you a little speed rush, huh? And you're quite there. And you were really ticked off. So the next one, you come back and punch me and threw me down. And then you like, gored me. <laughs> And you ask me why yeah. I have an attitude every now and then with you. And uh, um, and uh, the people uh, were uh, <laughs> there. There was pic- about that. there was picnics in uh, Petersburg Pack. I was shouting at you. You were shouting at me. Yeah. Then people stopped at the trail. They're going, yeah. "Look at those two old guys! <laughs> Look at those two crazy guys!" <laughs> I was so mad at you. You cheap shot at me. <laughs> the people were <laughs> I forgot all about those guys. <laughs> oh, Jacob, you should have seen them. They were pointing at us. Their kids their kids were on the uh, swing set. <laughs> the, the one guy's kid, kids, muffle your ears. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad at you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh man, yeah. I'm cramping my abs. Yeah. No, I don't really have abs. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's continue. Oh man, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I totally forgot. We're talking offensive line. I'm talking about oh Kendall Lamb. Who does he get to work the spin? And that led me off yeah. on a tangent. Jedrick Wills. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh yeah, Kendall, not Kendall Lamb. Jedrick Wills. Yeah, and and, uh, uh, and then that led me to you cheap shotting me. Yeah. You tired. <laughs> Okay, okay. let's pull it together here. So looking at this offensive line, you're going to have a problem right. on that left side because Joel yeah. Batonio, two-time pro bowler, um, great player. You got a guy that may be making his first start or you got a guy that is moving over from a backup left right. tackle position. Yeah. Either way, that's a win for the Steelers. And 
The fact is, you don't have your offensive line coach there. You don't have the assistant yeah. line coach there. Bill Callahan is that's, a great coach. That's something that can be unnerving to a young guy. Yeah. So, again, if you're looking at this as the plus or minus side, uh, I'm saying for the Steelers, that's a plus. You know, the fact that you don't have those coaches there to well, be there to coach up. Would you be, uh, uh, would you be non-confident uh, if uh, Raleigh wasn't there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Absolutely. When you're a young player, the one person that you depend on, yeah, is that coach of, of your position, right? All right, he's the one that gets you. All right, we got to go to break. You know, you got to read the top one. I, uh, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah. The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. And uh, we we played uh, a David Bowie pressure because we were under a lot of pressure when the playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. So uh, do you think the young guys are feeling the pressure? I would think that there's some sort of, yeah. uh, you know, sensing of the pressure of the, the you know, the, the, enorm, the enormous um, moment that is before you. Right. You know, I mean, every opportunity that you have in the playoffs is a special um, thing unto itself because right. it always leads to that next one if you win. And if yeah. you don't. Suddenly, there's there's no pressure because everything's gone, you know. There's, it, it's amazing how I remember always wh- whether we were in the playoffs, whether it was regular season, that first week after the season was over, and you're sitting there and you're all lumped up from the season and you are beat up and everything else, and you're just kind of contemplating on a Wednesday that you're just sitting on the couch all day, right? And you're not moving. You know what I mean? And that's the way it was back in the day because you're so freaking yeah. beat up. You know, and that uh, – this is – I wonder if they, they do capture that that moment within and say, you know, this is really something special. Yeah. You know, so I would think so. Uh, I think that you have enough leadership of, of people who have been around long enough, the Cam Haywards, the Ben Roethlisberger, right. the guys that, you know, uh, that uh, you know, like Ben sporting a couple of Super Bowl rings. Right. You know, I wonder if Ben uh, – Brings them out, flashes them, and all. You know, hey, young guys, yeah. take a look. I, I, I would, I would too. I, I would. think I remember seeing Joe Green wear them at a on on the airplane, right. of a preseason game as we were traveling. Uh, all four, yeah, in one hand, yeah, and we were just like going, "Are you kidding me?" And he said, "One for the thumb, one for the thumb, baby." Uh, of course, we didn't, and that's yeah. your fault. You, you know, I blame you, but I blame, I blame myself. <laughs> The fact of the matter was, um, you 
think about uh, those moments in time where as the playoffs roll around, it's very special because you just never know if you get another chance to yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, I think how many years ago was that in Denver when they lost in Denver, the Steelers, you know, when we were broadcasting? I remember Mike Tomlin. 2013, 2012. Somewhere in there. Okay. But I remember Mike talked about um, that was unfinished business. And I remember I'd never seen Mike so down after a game as it was that game. I can't recall. uh, As I was going about my business in the locker room, I saw Mike and and heard some things that he'd said. And it just, uh, you know, you, you got to take um, every opportunity in the playoffs to, to uh, go as far as you can, get what you can done, get out of it, because you are not guaranteed another opportunity. That's for sure. So uh, they they line up three tight ends uh, on first down. Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, now, David is Bryant, Najoku, COVID it out. Stephen Carlson. Carlson right. Yeah. I, as of last week, he was out. I don't yeah. know if he's in this week. Yeah, um, he didn't play last week, so we'll have to find out. Yet they're still, you know, they still don't know whether Denzel Ward and, and um, who is it, uh, Ronnie Harrison? Is it? Oh, I got that uh, note somewhere to myself. Uh, there's one of those guys. Uh, they still don't know. Note to self. Yeah, I know. I had the note itself, and I actually have a notebook. Oh, it's Kevin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact is. You know, they don't know if those guys are going to be available. There's a number of players. And they said that uh, somebody else was uh, eliminated from contact tracing yesterday. And yeah. there's more going on. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, the fact, you know, who, whoever shows up Sunday yeah, night, they're they, going to play. Yeah, they're going to play. All uh, right, Austin so. Cooper can block. Hooper, not Cooper. You keep right. saying Cooper. Austin Hooper. There you go. All right, I said, I said Cooper. Yeah, you said Cooper, and the darn thing about it is, when you start saying it, then I start saying. <laughs> it's like it's like contagious. Austin Hooper, uh, he can block. Uh, he's primary receiver at tight end. Uh, they, they throw him tight end screens, and he's a good receiver. He runs good routes, and he's got great hands. He does. I love. I love. Uh, I don't like Austin uh, Hooper. Yeah, Hooper. The Hooper comes across the middle, and you you know with uh, that hookup with Mayfield, that's a pretty good route. When yeah. he gets that ability to be able to come across right. the middle, he's a big target. And like you said, he's got good hands. Um, he can stretch for the catch, and um, he's also a pretty physical uh, blocker. I think. Yeah. Um, the other guy is that St- Stephen Carlson. Yeah. He's like he's pretty physical too. He, he played wide out in college. It's not bad. He's a wham guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys. He's a tough guy. Yeah. You know, you know what he reminds me of? He's yeah. like our Kevin Rader. Yeah. Kevin Rader, I got to tell you something. I was watching again yesterday. Right. You got You got to love this kid. He was the secret sauce of hitting last week. Yeah. You know, I mean, that really was fun watching him. That one hit on the kickoff. Yeah. Gadzooks, that that was vintage you, Chalooch. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, he came down, and he just snogulated somebody. It was really a great shot. So they've got pretty good tight ends. They've yeah. got blocking capabilities. They do go, what, three tight ends at times? Yeah. And they will motion a guy and then motion back and wham with him. Yeah. Um, they'll also try to set the – or take the edge setter off the ball with a double team with the two tight ends. So um, as long as it's not your training camp phenom. Yeah. <laughs> David Najoku 
Uh, you know, he's big, strong. He's a good great hands. athlete. He's a he's a great athlete. He is a great athlete. Yeah, he he uh, dove catch. Yeah, out of bounds. I don't think he's the most, as I said, he's not the most enthusiastic blocker. Yeah. Um, but he can get the job done when he wants to. Yeah. Uh, he certainly is a, a physical specimen, though. Harrison Bryant is like a big wideout. He's got good hands. He's fast. How tall is he? He's yeah, really... 6'5", 230. I thought he was he's even light. bigger. Okay. He's light. Yeah. He's a little light in the... Uh... In the squat department, but, right? Um, I thought he was more like six, 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 seven for some reason. But regardless, that's a good enough target to be able to throw to six five two thirty. Yeah, six five. No, that's I. I just for whatever reason on film he looks taller. Yeah, and can, probably because he's, so, he's th- skinny. so so thin. Um. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. Now you got running backs. Yeah. Right. Oh wait, and wide receivers. Wide receivers. We got Jarvis Landry. What you got on Jarvis? Oh, he's very, very feisty. He talks yes. a lot of trash. <laughs> he he runs great routes. He's got great hands, uh, very aggressive, and uh, he's got a great catch radius. You know, the thing I, I enjoy watching about him, he is so competitive to the ball. Yeah. You know, he goes after the ball. Yeah. Uh, and if he can't get to the ball, he'll try to make sure you don't get to the ball. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he's got natural leadership qualities. You see guys, it seems like they gravitate around him and to him. I would think in the room, he's pretty big, especially without, uh, Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi there, you know? Yeah. And, uh, Richard Higgins is, uh, he gets open a lot. He's very consistent. Got a 42 yarder over Justin Lane last week. I mean, that was that he just blew off the, uh, the, the press at the line of scrimmage and, you know. He was streaking down the sidelines. Yeah. That was nice. Donovan, he's capable. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's a guy. Yeah. You know, he, he made a lot of catches uh, uh, last week against uh, – well, not last week. A uh, couple weeks ago? Against Baltimore. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. just playing – was it last right. night you called me and said, yeah. hey, it's on there. Yeah. And then I turned it on and I caught the little little tail end of it. It was like – well, you could have told me ahead of time. <laughs> so, yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's all right. Yeah. You know, um, he's capable. You got uh, Richard Higgins. He's he's a deep ball guy. Yeah. But Jarvis Landry's the guy, and Austin Hooper is the guy, if you ask me. Right. Uh, those two guys. And then, also, you got, now we got Nick Chubb, and you got uh, Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt's the guy that I think uh, they, they've not been playing him as much, as Yeah, they? but Kareem Hunt... Uh... I admire him more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you like about him? Because he, he's uh, he's got a great jump cut. He's very elusive, and he, he he jumps over guys. Yeah. Well, Nick Chubb, he ghosts guys. Yeah. All right. He don't even have to to jump over him. He yeah. ghosts guys because you know the thing about it, he'll press the edge. Then you know when the edge setter gets hooked, like maybe oh your training camp feed him, <laughs> then he <laughs> he'll press the edge and yeah. then go up the side. Oh, this is gonna kill me. But look, you know, you gotta have some fun about this. So but Nick Chubb. Fl- but here's the thing about it. Yeah. Nick Chubb is very capable not only as a runner, but as a blitz pickup guy. Right, right. He picks right. up the blitz very well. So Kareem Hunt, uh they flex him a lot and uh he's quick and a good receiver, powerful, good vision, and doesn't go down easy. 
I think he's a better receiver than he is a runner as compared to like Nick Chubb, who's a better runner yeah. than he is a receiver. Right. You know what I mean? And that's that's primarily how they use him. Um, Kareem Hunt is obviously a talent. He's got um, very explosive movements. Uh, I mean, you look at him, he kind of reminds me of Saquon Barkley with the right. big thighs and everything and, and able to accelerate really fast. Um, they're a dangerous one-two punch. I mean, they've got the ability. And then you go with uh, who's the fullback? That's uh, Andy uh, and Janovich. Janovich. Yeah, Janovich. He's a pretty good. He hits it up in there. You know yeah. when they run isos. Um, you know Vince Williams. You better buckle up. Uh, Robert Spillane, if he's back, you better buckle up. Well, he practiced Avery yesterday. Williamson, yeah, he did. And there's some talk about him coming back into the fray because right. you, you know you realize that uh, uh, you don't. I don't think they gave up any 100-yard rushers when he was playing linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyhow, we'll get to that when we flip the uh, dial here on the Robert, other side. Robert Spillane and uh, Vince Williams, the Bash brothers. They do a great job, do they not? Yeah. And I like Avery Williamson and the work he's done also. But the fact of the matter is you're going to have uh, your work cut out for you with Baker Mayfield. Baker's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's thrown uh, 11 TD passes and only one interception over the last four, six weeks, something like that. I, yeah. Um, but he's he's one of these guys. He's, uh, you know, he, he I, I'll say this. Maybe his bravado outruns his arm talent at times. Right. But um, you gotta you gotta like the fact that he's a confident guy. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, if you're a Cleveland Browns player. Yeah. Yeah. He throws the ball well. He does. And- you know, he's got an arm. He can let it go. Now. I'm surprised because I thought last week we'd see more rollouts than we saw. We didn't see hardly any if there was yeah. a couple. Yeah. Um, throws the ball well both directions. He throws the ball even better off the bootleg from some stats I read. He throws the ball better off of bootlegs yeah. than he does standing in the pocket, which yeah. probably for him it's a good thing because he's kind of short. Yeah. You know, because so because he moves. Uh, he, he moves, moves out of the pocket. He moves out of the pocket and on yeah. the run. He's he's an athlete. He's talented. We saw the twenty-eight yard run. Right. Um, we, he rushed for forty-four yards last week. So obviously, um, the the guy's got athleticism and talent, and he's able to, you know, pull the trigger on a lot of stuff. But um, I also think that if you crush the pocket on him, you push that pocket. Which uh, starting with Cam Hayward playing against uh, some young guy yeah. over him, uh, I think that's going to be a primary thing. You get to it, and you get. Uh, Cam Hayward there, and you crush that that pocket backwards and make him throw out of a deep well, it's going to be problematic. Right. The one thing I will say is, and I hope both edge rushers, you've got to just rush to that upfield shoulder and hold it. You can't can't get driven around the horn, man. You can't. Not with this guy because he will escape out the sides. Yeah, so he throws lots of screens, lots of checkdowns, and they got a trap pass. They do. Trap pass. They do. Yeah. I love, you know, I always love the trap pass because right. I, you know, when you run it hard, yeah. defense thinks it's all run. And especially back in our day because yeah. we were trapped so very much. Those defensive ends, they didn't even, even smell a pass coming yeah. off. Moves around in the pocket well. Talking about Baker. Yeah, yes. likes the flat pad, likes the quick slant. He throws it well. Yeah. You know, and I one of the things that they do that I – I gotta tell you, I when you when you empty the backfield, yeah, and then you know it's kind of like all right, you got everybody spread out, so now you're decoding the defense, right? Because everybody's lining up, and you got it's a lot of singular stuff. It's hard to disguise too much when you empty the backfield. Right. Then they signal 
the back back in, and then you watch who comes with them and stuff. And that that's a that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good good way to uh, keep a defense from uh, hiding too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and and uh, one of the things uh, he does when he gets out of the pocket, he throws the ball well. No question about yeah. it. Absolutely. All right, shall we go to break, Chalooch? Yeah, Do you have your sheet? Let's go to break. <laughs> Says on our coverage of uh, of the Steelers. No, no, play, upstart. Oh, what? I thought you were reading the bottom one. No, no. Okay, good. No, I'm not reading. Well, the bottom. come on. We have a standard uh, here in the locker room. Let's I'm, get it right. I, I'm going to read the bottom one for when uh, Bruce, Bruce G comes, comes in. All right. Uh, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs <laughs> is presented by FedEx and Ford. There you go. He's That's... Wolf. I'm Judge. You're in a locker room. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's great to have Matt back. It's great to have you know that depth back because Kevin's. I mean, I haven't seen a rookie play this well since as an as a lineman since since I've been here. Um, so it's a speciality, Kevin. I think he's done an amazing job, and um, he's going to have a heck of a career. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. He's Wolf. Boom. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and uh, uh, we're going to uh, continue on the scouting report. Absolutely. You know, Dave DeCastro was there talking about Matt Filer coming back, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I it's true. There is there's sort of an unwritten rule that exists for longtime veterans or Pro Bowl caliber players, right, yeah. that you don't lose your job due to injury. Yeah. But it doesn't always mean so. Yeah. You know, and so there's always that difficulty at that moment in time when you come back in a situation like this where you've got somebody who's been out, Matt Filer, for what, three, a right. uh, couple of weeks? Has he missed last two, three? Yeah. I don't know. Um, three. Three? Okay. So do you insert it? It's, it's kind of like the playoffs back when, you know, Bubby was, was hot back in right. the day and Cower. No, and he said he made a mistake. Set him down and he played Neil. Yeah, and he played Neil. And, you know, you regret that later on because right. there's somebody on a roll. And 
right now I've seen enough of uh, uh, of a running game start to emerge to a degree that it, you know I'm I'm interested in seeing the Kevin Dotson era kick off. But at the same time, I understand and have been that veteran right. that you you know I'm out. Well, hey, give me a shot to be able to come back and yeah. and, and you know have my job back. And so you're back and forth in that. It's a difficult decision. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the phone. CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. Oh, Fogey, CR, Chicago. How the heck you two old guys doing this morning, man? Uh, we're doing fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Hey, Wolf, um, I tell you, man, you're a total nutcase. <laughs> you know, 40 years with this guy, you, you'd be a I little know. nuts, too. <laughs> I know, I know. It is. It, it, it's a beautiful thing to, to, to hear you guys uh, just out there. And, and Toots, he just kind of like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I think sometimes uh, you look back at it and you simply go, how did we get there from yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolf, in the, Wolf in the commercial said, uh, <laughs> you are you, you are nasty, so uh, it, it brings up a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you guys just 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 the way y'all team off each other. I can kind of relate to that to some degree. I got a I got an army buddy uh, we met back in 1973, and, and we still tight. But we don't you know we don't see each other every day like you guys do. But uh, I can understand the, the relationship. But it's, it's a beautiful thing, especially for us out here who uh, who keep up with you guys on the radio. We can hear the love and and the sincerity in your heart. For Appreciate that. And Thank that, you. That's very that nice. Surprise a lot of us, man. And uh, I'm happy to have. Uh, to have been a part of, your, uh, of, of this situation for, for such a long time. But, yeah. uh, anyway, we welcome um, thee, all right? <laughs> we, into I'm the right madness here. that is us. <laughs> hey, hey you, got, you got any pizza left, or did you destroy it all? You know, oh, that got crushed. Come on, CR. You know me better than that. That didn't. That, I thought you might have... That pizza didn't stand a chance once it hit the Wolfley household. Uh, you know what? Uh, a friend of mine, Nick, uh, uh, Nick Consoli, uh, send some more. Look, send, you've inspired send, more people. Send, to send. four. Send four pizzas. Uh, Look what you started. Malnati's. Look what you started, Cr. Well, hey, it just goes to show you, man, how much we out here and and still still a nation world worldwide appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a Cr. It's and, humbling, and and, it's and humbling. we and it's uh, uh, great that uh, we appreciate Lou Malnati's. <laughs> Hey, I, I really think what it is is just your connection between each other, and, and we feel that, and we feel, uh, we feel the, and we appreciate that. So it's a, uh, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Thank you, uh, brother. Thank you. So, okay, what do we got it, now? Well, first of all, um, I need to get a shout out to inside the locker room, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, we're up at uh, ninety ninety five now, man. So we we, we got to hit, hit that century mark. And for for those out there. Uh, hey, don't forget, download the iHeartRadio app on your phone. Download SNR Nation Radio on the iHeart app. Download inside the locker room with Tutch and Wolf. More importantly, you got to call these guys at 412-919-1316. Uh, hey, man, it's a beautiful thing as far as this, 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 uh, this weekend is coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about the game. Uh, I, I think uh, that the Steelers are going to win. I, I don't have any doubts in that. Uh, I'm looking at some statistics over here, and um, you know, even though we are 32nd, dead last in uh, in uh, rushing yards, uh, I, I think we're still going to be okay. I, I think that um, 
the, the plan that we have in place and uh, the, the inside track that we actually know these guys because we've been playing with them for, for quite some time. And uh, in my opinion, the Steelers are just a better organization from top to bottom. Uh, the, the Browns do have some, some, some decent players over there, but, you know, uh, compared to the experience, the knowledge, the dedication, the, the, the training, the, uh, the preparedness mentally, uh, I don't think I don't think these guys stand the chance. Uh, as far as Cleveland, uh, they are third in rushing, so we're gonna have to be very very careful mm-hmm. with that, especially with with Chubb. But he's not there this weekend, right? Who? who? Nick Chubb is there. no, he's there. He's, he's up. There. Chubb is up. As far okay. as I know. All right then. Well, yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we got our, our big boys back. Uh, last time we played, yep. which was a week ago, they, they played the the, the secondary. And uh, they had a hard time deal- dealing with them. N- now, now we got the big boys up. So um, I was just looking at something that she- Juju said, and he said, um, the "Bottom line, the Browns are still the Browns. The Browns have not—they have not learned how to win. Win. They—they—they they, they got confidence, but they don't have confidence." Let me give you uh, the quote, CR. Here's this. Here, this huh? is this is Juju's quote. Okay, he said, "I think okay. they're still the same Browns team I play every year. I." I think they're nameless gray faces. They have a couple good players on their team. But at the end of the day, I don't know. The Browns is the Browns. I think what stands out is when you hear nameless gray faces, some people take that as being dismissive. But that's a that's a Mike Tomlin quote that yeah. uh, you know happens all the time. So I, I got no problem with that. Now he says the Browns are the Browns are the Browns. Well, it's a truism. It yeah. can be misconstrued. But here's the whole thing: if you let's let's take Dave DeCastro, okay? If Dave DeCastro says this, does anybody react? No. Yeah. No, I think it's it's the fact that Juju, coming off of I don't know how many weeks of dancing on logos and creating a controversy, <laughs> that's the only problem because the Browns is the Browns. You know, I mean that's. You know, we expect the Browns to do something like, okay, you're going to be in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years, but your head coach has got COVID. I mean, that's a Brownsian type move. I mean, that that that's something you kind of expect, you yeah. know. So that's the only thing I would say about it. Don't don't get on Juju about it. I think his quote is quite harmless. Yeah, I just oh, simply no, think not... it's it's Juju. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about some people oh. out there who might view it as being a dismissive thing to the Browns. Well, Juju uh, said it, and it's uh, bulletin board material. Well, it could be because yeah. it's it he, he is Juju, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, the, you know, the, these guys are going are going to need all the help they can get. But the bottom line, it's just like a a, a heavyweight fighting a, a, a middleweight. Um, I don't think they can hang, man. So um, hey, um, uh, shout out to, to Juan and all the guys. Hey, Juan, uh, I'm glad you um, you cut uh, uh, Wolf some slack this week on that. <laughs> so hey, guys, I'm gonna back out because I don't want everybody in there getting in my case. <laughs> Again, they say that I, that I talk too much. But, hey, if you want to beat me, then you got to beat me to beat me. So you got to get in here. So, hey, guys, in this house, we are diehard fans. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we are family. In the meantime, in COVID-19 between time, as AFC North champions looking for that seventh ring, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Very nice. Thank you, CR. Take care, brother. Take care. All right, we're uh, we're going to go to Steve in Finleyville. Finleyville? Yeah, Finleyville. Steve, uh, uh, you know, 
I had a teammate at Indiana State in Finleyville, Dan Cougar. Do you know him? I do not. I do not, guys. But I was going to call him at him. I think I was I was a little I was a little bit younger when I heard you guys beating yourselves up for on Peter out of Peterswood Park. It isn't all that far from me as the crow flies. So. Uh, what a time that was, man! Hey, who does that for a brother, huh? Yeah. Who does it? Um, who takes a cheap shot, right? Well, uh, dog, yeah, I, my brother, my brother Craig. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, man. I got I got to jump on to what CR just got done saying there, man. You guys are—it's it, special to get what the fans here, what we fans get when we when we get you guys. It, it's it's incredible. The bonding is incredible, and it's just enjoyable, man. You guys actually enjoy what you do. You're not doing it. I mean, I'm sure you do it for a paycheck, but you do it because you you guys enjoy what you do, and and it and it comes out over the airwaves, man. And um, back in the day, Stan had hosted us, uh, some of us uh, to listen to it, you know, to actually view him on his show, you know, in person. And um, we saw you guys uh, walking out, and, and you guys are just genuinely good dudes. Oh, man. thank you. I think people realize that in the first place. Well. And, um, no, no. Let me just say this, brother. That's most humbling. Your, your words are uh, just so appreciated. But yeah, thank you so much. We we we, yeah. we are best friends for forty years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh Lord, well, have mercy. Uh, and he, and he has, has twin, <laughs> twin brothers, brothers from, from different, different mothers. mothers. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, man. brother. Go ahead. Uh, like I, I don't like to give faith praise, so what I say is what I really feel uh, about what you guys do. Well, thank now, you. Man. Now, on the football front, uh, you, uh, Wolf, you went over a little earlier about the about the Cleveland cornerbacks. It's still kind of up in the air. If yeah, Washington's going to play or or whatever. Denzel no. Ward and Kevin Johnson. It's still yeah. up in the yeah. air. Ward, my bad, my bad. Um, but um, uh, what you guys also said was a. Uh, yeah, Duncan Hines, Baker, whatever, whatever his name is, the quarterback. He can get around the outside on you, and it's very important that TJ and um and um and Highsmith keep their lanes so so they so he can't get away. And with our defensive line, with the guys all back this week, I, I would be I would be stunned if 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 they don't take advantage of this. Well, you know, Cleveland missing some guys. Their, their left tackle and such, I, I I would be stunned, and I don't plan on being stunned, and I'm sure you guys don't either. But you got to show up and play and take it serious, and I, I think Tom will have the guys ready to go. And um, one other thing, guys, about Joe Hayes. we got to make it quick, brother. We're hard up, up against yeah. a hard break. so we gotta, uh, yeah. We're going to break. Do Go it, ahead. Do it, man. Do what you do. Uh, is is uh, Joe Hayden playing this week? Because I don't. I I've heard. He's no, he's going to be down. He's, That's he's the unfortunate down, part. Yeah. Brother, thank you for your kind words. Save. We love you. Appreciate Thanks, you, man. Steve, God hey, bless you. It's the playoffs, Thank you, gentlemen. Both of you. I love, yeah. You guys are great, man. Yeah. I love listening to you. Thank you, bro. Right. Uh, so SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Uh, uh, the top of the hour, we're having Brucey Gradkowski. Bruce G. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce G. We'll be back after this.
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. We're back in the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, all of our Steeler guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your Neighborhood Ford Store. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. And... Okay, subscribe to Sirius XM's best package, all access, and get your first six months for fifty bucks. Free uh, fees and <laughs> fees and taxes apply. See offer details at Sirius dot uh, SiriusXM.com slash Scott. I, I really mangled. You, you butchered that. I butchered. Up. I'm you sorry, butchered. Bruce. Uh, Bruce, uh, uh, come into the locker room, Bruce. I uh, we love you. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Well, guys, you know, it's, it's Sauce Friday. You're supposed to be sharpening everything up. This is, you know, the dr- final dress rehearsal. What's going on? Oops. <laughs> P- playoff football. Hey, no, I'm doing good, guys. You know what? Actually, uh, the Gretkowski household, we're all getting, we're getting over COVID over here. So really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, on the other side of it right now. And then good. Uh, my daughter and son have it, Louie and Roman. Um, so yeah, so just battling through that, we're doing good. I know it hit different people differently. Uh, we're staying strong over here though. And, uh, and excited for playoff football to start tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I just so, came off oh, two weeks yeah. of being off because yeah. of having similar family. Yeah. Having that situation is, did they come through with like barely any symptoms or what, did they get hit by it? Yeah. So <clears throat> my wife started about two days after Christmas. She just didn't feel right. She looked at me. She was like, I don't think we should go to church today. Yeah. And it's not like her to be like that. Right, right. One, like, let's go, guys. We don't want to be late. You know? Right. And so I knew something was up, and we stayed home. And then uh, three or four days, four, you know, about four or five days, then she was good. And then Thursday it hit me, and, like, headache. Oh, and man. Sore throat. Right. And, um not not too much in my chest though, just kind Good. of like achy flu symptoms. Okay. And I'm just I'm just starting to get on the other side. I'm trying to get a little workout in. Good. Trying to be cautious of it, but I, it's hard for me to hold back. And then so with our kids, no, they seem to be fine. They have Good. Praise about God. Anything. That's great. Father God, yeah, uh, Father God, we pray for the Gradkowski family and all the kids and him Amen. and his wife. Uh, yeah, just thanks, uh, we we just pray for healing for the COVID virus, and uh, they they would not have any residual effects from it. There In Jesus' go. name, Amen. Amen. How about that, Bruce? Amen. You can get it all here, man. We go in the <laughs> locker room and we pray you up. Pray. <laughs> Hey, That's uh, my man, Tunch. Always yes. think about someone else. Amen. Hey, 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 Brucey. Uh, why? Uh, one of the one of the things I want to ask you is, uh, do you feel more comfortable in a play action pass or in the pocket? Yeah. So for me, I've always loved the play action pass because me being a smaller quarterback. Uh, when you play action pass, your drop tied into that is usually deeper. So for me, I like that because that now I'm deeper in the pocket. I can hitch up, and I felt like I saw the field better. And then also, too, usually the routes with that, it's easier progression. You're reading like high to lows. You have good, solid checkdowns most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and you're attacking the, the part of the field 
that there's a lot of grass to work with. 18 to 20 yards downfield, it's over top of the linebackers, a lot of times underneath the safeties. There's a lot of room to work. So I've always liked that. And you could tell that's when, like, Mayfield plays pretty well. You know, when the running game's humming, they do a good job play-action pass. Stefanski's been a great play caller all year, and that's going to hurt hurt them, him being out this week. But, yeah, so for me as, as a smaller type quarterback, I always enjoy the play-action pass. Now, Alex Van Pelt has said, look, you can either defend the boot or you can defend the cutback, but one is going to offset the other. I mean, right. You so if you run your ends up the field to stop the bootleg, that if they give the ball to Nick Chubb, if it's a running play, there's cutback lanes there. So how do you, right. defensively speaking, what do you got to do to shut that down? Well, the the one thing, too, it, it's pretty phenomenal is just T.J. Watt, right? I mean, right. He's, okay. he's a difference maker. So he, he, not a lot of guys can play both. You know, he has a real knack for the game. And there's always, you know, these outside, inside zone teams, they try to make the inside, outside zone look exactly like the bootleg. And at times, it, 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 at times it looks really good. But then at other times, if you're T.J. Watt, you could tell a difference in the quarterback. You could tell maybe the way he hands off or how he carries mm-hmm. out the stake. Okay. So T.J. Watt, in a sense, could, could, you know, sniff some of that out. But then, I mean, honestly – uh, that's what's tough about it, you know, because if you give Nick Chubb a crease, he's done a phenomenal job this year. And, and honestly, the, the, the Browns offensive line, they're the number one uh, offensive line for us at PFF, the way they graded this year. So I think they're really going to try to establish up front and dominate the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be up to the Steelers um, how physical this game can be. Uh, Brucey, uh, it's Baker Mayfield less confident because Kevin Stefanski is not going to be there. You know, a little bit. I bet you a little bit. But, you know, I, I think, too, with Mayfield, and just like all the guys, I mean, it's playoff football. Yeah. The, the Browns have not been in the playoffs in how long. There's a there's a different sense of urgency. This game happens faster. We always talk about it from the preseason to the regular season, the speed of the game changes. Well, then from the regular season to the postseason, the speed of the game changes. So it's going to be different. So I know the Browns are probably saying, look, man, let, let's let's all step up our game. Our head coach is out. Our head coach helped us get to the point we're at right now. So I think there's going to be an added vote of kind of, I don't want like confidence, but almost like, hey, let's win one for the Gipper. You know, like right. I'm not saying that's going to play out that way, but I feel like it's going to bring that team closer together. Look, they're coming off some big wins lately, especially against the Steelers. And I know in the back of their mind, they're thinking Ben was out, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward. But it's still, they still got to win. They're still in the playoffs. This is going to be a good football game. Uh, I just think the Steelers are, are a better football team if they play that way. It seemed to me that in the last game, last week, uh, Mayfield didn't do as much bootleg as we've seen in the past, which he's done a lot, and he threw a lot to the middle of the field in between the the hash marks or the numbers, I should say. Um, do you, is there a reason why you think that maybe he, if if the, if you agree with that, do you do you, is there a reason that you can put your finger on why they would target the middle of the field so much against the Steelers? You know, sometimes too, I feel like it's you know the linebackers you try to attack. Uh, seeing if you could get different mismatch down the field, mm-hmm. coming off a play action pass or even a straight drop back. If you feel like 
you know, based on the coverage, you could get some routes open over top of those linebackers or in, 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 in between coverage, you can kind of work that. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see if that's one of their main focal points uh, this week. You know, if I'm the Browns and, and, and I'm coming into this game and I know the Steelers have had injuries at linebacker, at the linebacker position, I mean, I am – I'm hyping up the line as far as like we have to win up front. If we can win up front, establish this running game, and keep you know Ben off the field, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know this this could be a good football game. I and mean, the Browns could have a choice, a chance at this one. But um, I just think it's it's got to be an added sense of urgency too for Big Ben and Tomlin. Thinking how much longer do those two have together? And this right. is a prime time to really make a run at another Super Bowl. So, uh, Bruce, we were never rested uh, in our careers. <laughs> but uh, do you do you think hey, we walked upfield to the practice field in snow and sleet and rain both ways all the time? So, uh, right. do you think? Uh, do you think? Uh, ben is uh, uh, has a little trouble. But being that he didn't play last week, you know, tons. I've always, I've always felt like that's a, that's a hard thing to navigate, right? Because the last thing you want is one of your key players to go down in a meaningless football game when you already have the playoffs wrapped up. But then, in another sense, look what, what the Bills did. The Bills kept rolling. I mean, they were playing good football and they just smashed the Dolphins last week. So they're just flying high and they're coming into the playoffs just another week of football. And I felt like the Steelers, when I was there, we always kind of started off slow, like the beginning of, of a season, you know, after a bye. And we'll see. I think it's more important that Tomlin did take the chance to rest up some of his guys. And now I think it's on, on the shoulders of Ben, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, to not start this game off slow. You can't mm-hmm. afford that. Not against a Browns football team that's, that's playing pretty good football right now. So I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on. I don't, I don't think – It'll play a major impact in it, but it's always something you kind of just think about, right? I mean, I'm not saying I would have done something differently than what Tomlin did because I think it is more important that you get your main horses healthy and feeling good, especially mentally rejuvenated because the Steelers didn't truly have a real buy this year. So we'll see, but I think that's something to keep in your back your back your mind of how this this game starts off. How important do you think it is for Ben to maybe uh, pick up where Mason left off with the long ball? You know what, three forty plus yard pass completions uh, last week. Mason went downtown pretty good. What do you? Th- I mean, was yeah. it something that uh, to me it's just like that's what we've been waiting for? You, uh, do you think Ben's going to try to do the same thing? You know, I, th- I think it was the second half of the Colts game, right? I mean, you saw, True. and we see how explosive the Steelers offense can be at times. You know, when they're pushing the ball downfield, they can be an explosive offense. And, you know, last week we saw it. I mean, the Browns were playing man-to-man, giving them opportunities outside, and Mason took advantage of that. And sometimes when you're facing a younger quarterback like Mason Rudolph, defensively, you're going to play man-to-man. You're going to give them one-on-one opportunities, make them be more accurate with the football so he got opportunities to, to push the ball downfield. I believe when Ben does get those opportunities, he takes those chances. Uh, so we'll see how the Browns line up and play the Steelers this weekend. And um, and I do. I, I think, you know, it, it's, it was the second half of the Colts game. We saw some explosiveness and the Steelers offense moving. 
hopefully they could continue that um, going into the playoffs here. So what, what would you rather uh, coverage uh, uh, coverage wise? What, what would you rather man uh, yeah. man or zone? I I always like man to man, you know, and, and I probably had too much confidence in my in my arm and myself. <laughs> Any time on that third down and three or four, and I saw press man-to-man outside, and I, I realized that my receiver's route would convert to go ball versus press man-to-man, I was taking that go ball 99% of the time. Yeah. Now, in a defensive coordinator's mind, they're thinking, good, we want them to. It's a 50-50 ball. We'll win 50% of the time. They'll win 50% of the time. And, and probably, let's take our chances, we'll win more. And I would take the shots, and yeah, it probably ended up being 30 to 50% of the time I completed those uh, because that's what kind of opportunity and, and chances that happen when you're going one-on-one downfield on a go ball. Same thing when you're in the tight red zone and you see teams throwing fades. You know, a fade route, it seems from a quarterback, even a fan's perspective, man, that's easy. It's one-on-one. Just throw a fade. Just throw it up. Well, that is the play. You're just throwing it up. Most of the time, it's a jump ball, and you're not really, you know, there's more, there's better plays out there to be had or to be called. Um, so, yeah, so to me, I always liked the man-to-man because it was clear, easier defense to read, and you knew you had the one-on-one matchup. So I always preferred playing against man-to-man. Let me ask you, you're Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator. You're not sure if uh, you're going to get Denzel Ward, your number one cornerback, Kevin Johnson, maybe out as well also. Robert Jackson had a little bit of trouble, and you're looking at Chase Claypool. What are you thinking about doing trying to shut down the uh, Canadian Megatron there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you pre- play press man-to-man versus him. I mean, we saw last week. I mean, the only reason the Steelers were back in that game is because of uh, Chase Claypool making an unbelievable play on a go ball in the right. end zone. And why give him those one-on-one chances? Keep everything in front of you. I mean, that's a, that's just kind of my view of how I would play things playing the Steelers. Look, give him those short passes up front, you know, in front of you. Just tackle the catch, you know, and, and mm-hmm. make plays in that sense. Don't give them opportunities to take the long ball. But we'll see, you know, because defense coordinators, man, they get aggressive. They want to blitz. They want to play press man-to-man and give, you know, sometimes the quarterback those one-on-one chances downfield. How important is the running game to be successful uh, uh, Sunday night? Especially, oh, you're talking about Steelers or Yeah, Bronx? Steelers. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, that's what I was going to say. I almost think it's more important for the Browns to have a good running game than the Steelers. I think the Steelers can survive by, you know, doing what they've done at points of this year, quick pass a game, and then hitting on some explosive plays. Uh, I'd love to see the, the you know, the, the run game take off a little bit more, and they actually didn't do a too bad of job the first matchup. Uh, but I do think it's more important, though, for the Browns on that side to not just put it in information and expect him to win the game. Because if you think about it, I know last matchup, uh, Baker Mayfield was a little beat up with the ribs. But from our data, when he was in a, whether it was a clean pocket or under pressure, uh, the Steelers' pass rush pressured him on 47% of his dropbacks. Mm. And Mayfield took four sacks and completed just three of seven passes for 45 yards and an interception on pressure dropbacks. So, you know, wow. he, he didn't play the greatest when people were around him. And, and pressure dropbacks means 
doesn't necessarily mean blitz, but when there's guys around them. And um, I think the Steelers did a good job in that sense. So from the Steelers, I'm like, look, let's stop this running game and let's put it in Mayfield's hands. Let's make him drop back and actually throw the football. You know what? That's beautiful. I like the way you put that. Bruce, thank you so much, brother. That's why we have you on, because you're the best. You're the best. Uh, You you have such great insight. Besides that, you can talk about go routes. I've only run one in my life, and it was on a Friday with Bradshaw, and he gonged it off my helmet, and then he he, he fired me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys are the best. Good luck this weekend. I miss you guys. Happy New Year, too. We haven't talked, so yeah. uh, it's always good to be on with love you. Love you, bro, and make sure, you. yeah, we're, we're, love up we're, that family. We're you praying, guys be great. We're praying for your family. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. All right, bro. Take care, man. All of our Steeler guests and playoffs <laughs> coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. You're bringing it home, Chalooch. Here we go. We'll be back after this. Every player should approach uh, uh, this playoff game like it could be their last playoff game ever. Um, we've used examples of players and coaches that have been in this league for a long time that have never been in the postseason, never been to a Super Bowl, whatever it may be. So I, I think it's prudent for every player to take that mindset and that approach. And I know I am because nothing's guaranteed in, in, in this game or this or this world. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. And SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs. Playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. And of course, that was Big Ben talking about don't stop believing. Baby. Well, not really because we're playing yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. But the point is cherishing the playoffs. Yeah. And we add don't stop believing because we're just beginning to start the run to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, and you know, he said that this could be your last playoff game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and you, you cherish that. It, yeah. In uh, 89, that was my the playoff game was right. my last game as yeah. a Steeler. Yeah. You know I mean? You just never know. And so 92 was my last playoff game. Exactly. As a you Steeler. Know? And actually, the 89 was my last playoff game, period. Yeah. Because the next two in Minnesota, nothing happened. That was great. Yeah, absolutely. So 
We welcome you back to the locker room, and of course, we're going to hit the phones right yeah. now because we've got some people on there we want to get heard. Uh, let's go to Sarcastic Sword, Parts Unknown, Sarcastic Sword. <laughs> Sword, uh, welcome to the locker room. Hey, thanks for letting me stand in the lobby out of the cold weather here. <laughs> you know, you have the perfect moniker when you come across with a touch of sarcasm for the Sarcastic Sword. Yeah, hence hence the name. Incidentally, <laughs> Myron Cope game. I didn't make up that moniker. I was given that by Myron Cope. <laughs> oh, Myron so, gave you that know. moniker. That's even yeah, better. I, I wear it proudly. Hey, uh, we're told we're the thirty-second uh, worst rushing team. The way I can, I'm not great at math, but there's seventeen teams that are ahead of us in the running game statistically this year, and none of them are in the playoffs. There's 14 teams left, if I'm not mistaken. So we're the 14th worst running team in the playoffs, I guess, is the way to put it. So that's a lot better than 32. And I don't care if we're last. We're in the playoffs, and 17 teams aren't that ran a lot better than we did. I used the last and most recent game as a reference point as to where we are. I completely wipe away the season. It means absolutely nothing to me. It's a way of honing a product the whole year uh, to put on stage, as I've mentioned before. And uh, you go from here forward. We've seen the Browns in a playoff game, and I wasn't too impressed. It was last week. That was a playoff game for them for all intents and purposes. Uh, so I certainly don't fear what I've seen. I think we're going to do very, very well unless something happens. And the ball, I, after 100 years, you can't tell me which way that ball is going to bounce. So I yeah. don't know what's going to happen for sure. Uh, going to Bruce's point, and a lot of people, including mine, about whether you sit a quarterback or not, I don't know. I look at the Packers, and if I'm not mistaken, they had made the playoffs, and yet they still started Rodgers right. to get a week off. So they they took a chance in the last week of him getting hurt so that he could get a rest for a week, if I'm not mistaken. I think the, the, the Packers were the... Uh, Got the bye, didn't they? Yeah, they so, got the bye. So they sacrificed their starting quarterback and everything that goes with it to get a week off. So if a week off is bad for a quarterback, why would they do that? So there's different philosophies, and they they all got their argument. One thing I got to make a point, guys. I I criticized Jordan Barry for years here, and this year has been the best year of that guy's career. The fact that we had so much trouble scoring in the first quarter. What seventeen games or six number? Uh, he kept us in those games by his punting. Um, I thought he did a great job this year. And he just looking at last week, he had three punts. When he could punt away, he punted fifty-six yards, and the other two he dropped inside the twenty. Guys had an excellent year, and I just gotta get him some notice in case the year ends. He did a heck of a job. Mm-hmm. And when they cut him, I don't know where he went, whether it was Mount Olympus or somewhere in uh, Carnegie, but he did something in those couple weeks off that changed that guy's whole way of kicking. I, I just couldn't believe it was the same guy this year. He had a great year. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving some credit to him, guys. You know, Sword, you, you said that perfectly. It's, uh, you know, a couple weeks off 
when you're unemployed and you're suddenly looking around going, you know, I used to be there, but now I'm not here. It does something to you in your mental disposition. Right. And you start to crank up RPMs when you get an, a second opportunity sometimes is the best thing that happens to a guy. You well, know, and I, I think the weather, yep. weather changes, even in cold weather. I can remember last year so many times him punting from our end zone and guys fair catching out on our 40-yard line with a short field to come. This year, he's been turning it over that center field mark. And uh, I don't know, it looks like his legs are going six or eight inches higher than it used to. And he's had a great year. And that's just a moment I wanted to give that man credit for the well year said. he's had. All right, guys, we'll be listening to and I hope, for a few more weeks. Absolutely. All right, right, Sword. Thank you, Sword. Appreciate you. God, Sword, God bless you. Take care. Thank you. You know, he's one of the guys that I feel like we got to start reading our our segment in and out as a guest. Because <laughs> Sword is just—he's a great guy. Appreciate yeah. his insight. Okay. All right. Let's go to Bishop in Houston. Bishop, uh, welcome to the locker room, brother. Always, always, always love the invitation. Oh, um, good. Come ahead. Uh, so I got a question for you, and then I have a statement. So the first question is obviously. This year, a lot of different mandates have been put on, you know, than the regular season. I know we went from the normal playoff teams to the one extra team and then the, the bye. What what number goes into effect when you go into the playoffs as far as helmets per game? What do you mean helmets? Oh, the there's 48. So you get – is that regular season number two? Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, That's game day helmets. I, I, Okay, I didn't know if there was a number that because of COVID they were giving us, you, you get an additional whatever. No, it's the practice squad that has some uh, different arrangements. Moment. Like okay. guys can go on and off the practice squad without having to pass waivers and things of that nature. But that's, those are, uh, those are you know, the extra things that, um, you know, we usually ask Bob Labriola about. <laughs> <laughs> so write that down and see if Bob when he's on it. I, I just wanted to know if there was an additional player or two that we, we we could suit up that would normally we couldn't during the regular season just because of the obviously the COVID situation. Um, and then I guess the other thing I wanted to add, uh, the uh, sarcastic. I love following sarcasm because it makes me feel less sarcastic. But um, <laughs> on the on the he mentioned the uh, teams that as far as our rushing. I saw and I heard this yesterday, and I don't know if you guys got to hear it, that the last four Super Bowl uh, teams were actually last in yards per game. That, really? Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. That That's an interesting Now, rushing or total yards? Rushing. Rushing. Okay. So, we obviously are – geared for that <laughs> <laughs> i like your thinking well you All know right. you know uh, uh ben has a golden arm and he's gotta yeah. he's gotta play with the golden arm i agree 100 percent time so i i i, I it's just interesting um i like kind of where we're set up you know uh myself along with uh talked to quite a few other steeler fans um and i like where we're sitting as far as watching all of our opponents prior to our game. Yeah. Um, kind of knowing, I mean, obviously we got to win. We know that, but it's just, it's, it's good to know kind of like, all right, we win this, we're going here. We, you know, we win this, we're here, that kind of thing. And seeing what happens in front of us and also kind of getting a feel. Cause every weekend, if you notice in the NFL, you guys obviously know this better than I do. There seems to be a theme that's created and it goes throughout the, the, the weekend. 
you know, whether it be bad calls, whether it be high scoring, whether it be, you know, upsets galore, whether it be the teams that are supposed to win are just dominating. So it, it's good to see kind of like the up, the up, uh, the uptick until we play. So I'm excited. Um, we made it to the dance. Obviously we, 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 this was the goal that we all had in hand. And, uh, I mean, I feel good about our, I feel good about this weekend. Um, you know, the, the call before me said it. They, they played their playoff game last week. It didn't impress me. But you cannot sleep on your opponent. And right. I don't think we have a man in that, I don't think we have a man in that locker room that feels that we're going to sleep on the, sleep on the Browns or the opponent or even the next opponent. So Absolutely. I, I, I think we're in a good spot. And, uh, you know, um, go Steelers. <laughs> Hey, stay away to seven. Man. Last thing, last thing I got to ask you before I let you go. What's the snackeration for Sunday night during the game? You know, uh, you know, you've seen me a couple times at the game, Wolfie, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I generally, generally I'm on. kind of the, uh, I'm a, I'm a calorie counter. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Unlike you, my dog <laughs> does not run off. Excellent. No, I, uh, I just enjoy the game, and to be honest with you, I bite, I bite the crap out of my nails, and you know the way this season is going. But you know, I just I, uh, I let the I let the, the guests around me partake, and I just focus in on the game. My, <laughs> well said, Bishop. Right, so. Appreciate your brother. Hey, Thank you so much. Bless you, bless you guys, and here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right, sounds great. God bless you, guy. Thank you God so much. You. What do we got left? We got time for another call. No? No. Okay. So we only got a couple of minutes left, Chalucci. You know, one of the things that we didn't ask Bruce that I really wanted to ask him was, you know, what he thought about the fact that Kevin Stefanski won't be there. Right. I you asked know? him. I asked yeah, him that. You, yeah. But I wanted to say, I wanted to hear from him and what I, I thought also it wasn't just the effect on Baker Mayfield, but the effect of not having head coach. I was trying to sit there and think, what if Chuck wasn't there? Right. Wow. That would have, you know, I, I didn't even think about it in terms of what if Chuck wasn't there? Right. That would have been absolutely like uh, that would just gobsmacked me. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, I'm thinking Stefanski. Okay, you know, like I don't think you know the confidence level, this and that. But what if Chuck wasn't? What there? if Raleigh wasn't there? Well, Raleigh would have it, it bothered me, but but Chuck even more, right? In a sense, because Chuck was such a central figure, right. in the organization. He was everything. Yeah. You know, and it just kind of, it really kind of smacked me after we got talking to, we were talking to Bruce. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, what? Wow. Yeah. So, anyhow. So, Raleigh Dodge was our offensive line coach, and uh, we were. If he wasn't there, of course, you know, he was a little caustic. Yeah, yeah. He he was yelling. He was a yeller. Oh, he was a yeller. Yeah. Oh, he was a yeller. All right, why don't we take a break, okay? All right. Uh, you got your sheet? Yeah. You. All right, so SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford, and it's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. We will be back after this.
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. I got two questions for you, George. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Was Jeremiah a bullfrog? Yeah, I did. All right, was he? Yeah. And, and two, if he was and you're talking to him, what are you on? <laughs> so I, I, he's had some mighty fine wine. Yeah, I, okay. Okay, I think we're really tripping here if you, if you catch my drift there yeah, for crying yeah. out loud. You know, Good I, heavens. I should have quit drinking. <laughs> 20 years ago, I stopped drinking. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you, and when I called you up and I said I made a covenant with God, he said, said what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> let's go to the phones. All right. Let's go to Ozzy in Kansas. Ozzy, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Hey, Ozzy. Hey, there you are. You again. Sorry about that. Uh, I was finishing on off a couple of donuts for Wolf. <laughs> ah, a man after my own heart. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. What kind of donuts? Um, what come out first of all? What kind of donuts? Uh, it was daylight donuts, and I think I brought. I've told you all about how good they were. Um, I had a blueberry cake and a, a dollop. I don't know if you know what a dollop is. No, I don't know. They I'm not know familiar with a dollop. What's that? Yeah, my my wife had to tell me the name of it. I didn't know it is. It's a kind of like a roll and then it's got uh, chocolate glaze over it and then it's got a big old glob of white icing in the middle Ooh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Uh, that's a dollop yeah i like that yeah. okay oh yeah but uh hey i just want to uh reiterate how much i appreciate you guys and and your love for each other and, and oh, thank uh, you, men as a men of god as well and also for uh making memories with me and my daughter about a month uh yeah, about a little over a month ago when you guys sang happy birthday to you. Oh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she hasn't forgotten that, and she tells people, and she'll bring it up every once in a while because, uh, like I said, making memories with me and my daughter. So and you know what? She, she can always say it. that she heard the worst voices singing is, happy birthday to her. The worst voices. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exactly you crooners. actually sing better than I do. So <laughs> I then, then we could have had a chorus between yeah. the three of us. It, there you go, man. That's what my wife tells me. I'm tone deaf, yeah. so uh, definitely. But I do enjoy the music for sure. Absolutely, and worship for sure. So, hey guys, uh, I was listening earlier in the week. I've been having to work five days a week. What I told Jacob earlier, and a uh, shout out to all the Steelers Nation, real quick. Love all you guys. Also, uh, prayers for uh, Bruce Krakowski's family. Right, with the COVID stuff yeah. going on. Thank the same you, Bob. Pray. Praise the Lord and all glory goes to him that you and your families as yeah. well, uh, Wolf. And praise and glory to God for uh, Punch staying over 200 as well. Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, everything going on. So, proud of you, Punch. Keep yeah. it up, buddy. I can't I can't say much for Wolf because I'm in Wolf's same boat. I, I get to do our best on, on the weight thing, but I have hit the track a couple times this last week. So. boy, Attaboy. Good job. Yeah. boy, Ozzy. Hey guys, um, the the Davis hit on People's Jones actually I seen it uh, a uh, diagnosis as a concussion. So is he out of concussion protocol yet? Do you, you know, guys happen to know? I don't, I don't know, know that he is. That's right. I forgot. That's okay. a good point that you brought up there, Oz. Yeah. So if he's not out, and then Hodges 
got the COVID, so that takes two more wide receivers out. So we definitely better sell out on the run and make Baker Mayfield try to beat us with his arm. Yeah, no question. But last week's game was one of the the last game I can ever remember us feel like we actually won that game, even though we lost on the scoreboard. Right. I just think mentally it felt like a win because we know – that the interception shouldn't have been an interception because of the two hands to the face on mm-hmm. Mason. And then the wraparound whatever thing on the two-point conversion, which shouldn't have came down to that. The seatbelt, Probably yeah. a personal foul. So I feel like we would have won that game regardless. But mentally, and also I'd say that's the first game besides the second half of the Colts game that I've seen the energy we had at the first year because they can say whatever they want to say. that. Three game stretch of twelve days, just so. Besides the major injuries we had, have just depleted. Just took our mojo away. You know. You know that's that's probably donuts. Yeah, that's probably that's a great point. You know, it's not necessarily the just the fatigue or anything like that, but it created a malaise, a little bit of a mojo yeah. uh, decimator there. That's yeah. a good point, Ozzy. You're two for two. Big points today. There, and I got another one, but I. You might be disappointed in me, Wolf, because I agree, but I don't really agree. I got to go with Tunch on this one. I our 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 third down short yardage has been terrible all year, mm-hmm. and and it may have been just because we were playing the Browns last week. And I don't care how many yards he got; it was the results. We got first downs with Dobbs going in. Yeah, so a third a third down short yardage package. Uh, it's just like bringing an extra tight end in. Or I am disappointed that we haven't used Watt like like we've, you know, as the fullback we all kind of expect, especially with paying him all that money to be yeah. a special teams player, basically. So I'm kind of disappointed in that. But Dobbs is a very smart kid. He's he's our youngest legs on the team, right? Or no, he I guess he's older than me. He, he's, he's a rocket scientist. <laughs> right, exactly. So you know he's going to make good decisions on that part. Of it. So yeah. I do like that touch. I agree with you on that. But also, see where Wolf's come from. I love Big Ben. I mean, like I said, I work with his uncle at the plant and everything, but I, I don't like seeing taking his arm out. But if, in the Colts game, first half, we did the dink and dunk, which I hate. I mean, I understand you got to get some quick stuff, spread the field out and all that. But when we had to, we we put it downfield, and you've seen what the results were. Absolutely. we got the guys. And I think combination with the young guys and the drops with Deontay and stuff. And uh, the other thing is Kevin Radar. got to give him some love last week. Yeah. How about that? Uh, there's there's two guys. Kevin Radar's one, and you brought and up the Dawson. other, Sean Davis. Kevin Sean Rader. Davis. Yes. That's what I said. Radar. Yeah. I call him Radar. Right. Yeah. I keep thinking of Radar Love. Yeah, Radar. Golden Earring. Yeah, Radar Love. Exactly. <laughs> My brother used to play that on a little 45 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know that song. <laughs> Very good. But yeah. But Dotson, I think he. Need, I I hope they leave Dotson there, and if they're going to do anything like you, you guys, I think talked about it. Yeah. Filer is the backup either way, but Dotson, his push, and I just feel yeah, we run the ball so much better. Yeah. And I, getting Connor back full tilt and healthy, I'm excited. I, I feel we got we got the momentum too. But you know the Ravens and the Bills also have the momentum on the AFC yeah. side. So so uh, so thanks, Ozzy. We got to run, brother. Run, brother. All right, Thank thanks. you so God much. Bless you guys. God All bless. Right. Snack rate well come Sunday night.
All right, Dave in New Dave in New York. Welcome to the locker room, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Thank yeah. you. It's a pleasure to speak to you, brother. Come ahead. I'm a long, long-time Steeler fan, and God bless you guys. That on the app, I can listen to you all over wherever I go. Uh, it's it's just a wonderful thing. Um, wanted to bring up a couple of things. Number one, Mike Hilton, one of my favorite players. That guy yeah. is just a straight up, straight up baller. Yes. He, yeah. He's, he's always in the right spot. He's always making plays. Whether you know a small guy, undersized guy, not the fastest guy. But man, that guy is a, is some kind of football player. Yeah, he was my camp phenom. He made yeah, plays he unlike guy. his other camp phenom that that's he didn't make the play on Chubb's forty seven yard. Oh, poor Ola. I <laughs> and I love Ola, but you know, I've just I gotta take my victory shots where I can. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta get the shots in. Hey, uh another thing that Cola just mentioned about Dobbs. I think it's amazing. We have to have a little RPO thread in there, something to give defenses to think about because yeah. our short yardage running game has been horrendous. Yes, it has. Yes. No doubt about it. No and, two ways about that. Anything else, brother? Yeah, one more thing. Uh, the reason I called today and I prayed so hard to get through today, thank God, I was listening to something last night, uh, a Dr. Mark Gordon, who's doing amazing things with veterans and football players, uh, with uh, neurological things and swelling in the brain inflammation. And I uh, just wanted to throw that out to you, Tunch. I think I saw you. I saw Terry Bradshaw's last game at Shea Stadium. I think you played in that game. Am I correct? Right, we both right. did. Yes, yeah, we both did. You both did. You both. Well, Tunch is my favorite. You're okay too, Wolf. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. <laughs> That's quite all right. He's my favorite too. That's it. Check out Dr. Mark Gordon doing some amazing things. All, all right. right. God bless both of you fellas. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Dave. Thank you so much, Dave. Dave. That was great. God bless you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Tunch is, my, too, Tunch is my favorite Steeler, too. So, you know. <laughs> Wolf is my favorite Steeler. Uh, so, um, uh, we, we're, that's we're, cool. What, yeah. a, you know, it's great to hear from all, all, all the folks. Um, yeah. You know, we, we're getting ready to go. I'm right. excited. It's, it's playoffs time. It's a Sunday oh. night It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah. No doubt playoffs. about it. Playoffs. You know, the the only thing I'm disappointed, they're only allowing 2,500 people. Right. And that's that's unfortunate. So it's going to be family and maintenance yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, God bless them. That's great. I uh, think they should have uh, – Look, they're doing 10, it. In, yeah, the, I mean, the, look at in Buffalo. They're going to let people in in Buffalo, and they haven't been able to have yeah. anybody. And you know how badly mismanaged that has been up in New York. So, uh, it just bothers me that it's not the, uh, you know, that that we can't have more. But given all that, right? The keys to the game: number one, stop Nick Chubb. Chubb. You've got to be able to shut stop. down. Kareem Hunt. Absolutely. Stop Baker Mayfield. Well, here's the only thing about it. You know, you're going to – the decision that's interesting to me is Keith Butler, do you stop the bootleg or do you stop the cutback? Yeah. That's because one plays off the other. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Slam dunk. You nailed it, Chalooch. Dead uh, gummit. I love it when things rolling right here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, big key. Stop the run, run, right? Stop the run. All right, so we're out of here. Thank you so much, everybody that participated today. Jake, you're you're uh, you're excellent, Jake. Yeah, way to go. Well, that's the way to step up. Be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we love you. Take care, Steelers Nation. We'll see you Sunday night.